You know, your loyalty wants them to be on board with your dream. Maybe even to be on board with your dream first before you are. (laughs) You know, you, you want them to validate it, to cheerlead it, but they can't. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome to episode 18. I know, I know. There is something that has been blocking your view, your confidence, your enthusiasm about this new beginning. And in this podcast, you're going to learn exactly what it is and how to neutralize it in just a minute. I want to just say a big heartfelt thank you to my girls over on the blog, to the wonderful listeners who are commenting and letting me know how you're doing. This is to Poppy, to Venus, to Julie. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me, and I hope that this episode really helps you guys. Big hugs, and I'll see you on the other side. I've been thinking a lot about you guys this past week. I've been wondering how you're doing, and what's it like to be on this new path, right? Are you excited, or are you getting a little nervous? You're probably more nervous right now as the month is starting to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah, nervousness is the feeling. And I think that I know why. I think that numerology can help us understand why. So let's talk about it. Last night I found myself feeling nervous. And I was looking out my bedroom window and I was able to catch the sunset. It was the first one that I had seen in a long time because of the forest fires here on the West Coast. The smoke was keeping these moments hidden, right? These moments of wrapping up. These moments of beginning again. And I was listening to this song called Waking Up. It's from the, um, the soundtrack to Lone Survivors. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. This song was helping me wake up again. Wake up to my new beginning. Because you know, <laughs> just as much as I do, that... New beginnings are not easy, especially if something is obscuring your view. Yeah, I'm calling it out. I know it's there. There is something obscuring the view of your new beginning. But keep listening. It's going to be okay. You'll understand more in just a second. Over the weekend... I was at a friend's beautiful wedding. And sitting there watching them exchange their vows, I I realized something. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. There's this initiation that we have to go through as we venture into new beginnings and gain momentum, right? Because we've talked about the new beginning is here. (laughs) We're in it. The momentum is what you're seeking, the progress, And so this is an initiation that allows us, it allows us to get behind our eyes, to wake up, to trust our vision. So what is this initiation? While watching this wedding, I'm realizing this initiation is 
when we realize that we have to become the leader for the quiet naysayer. See, as I see it, there are two kinds of naysayers in our lives, two, kind of, two kinds of naysayers that, that pull us away from our new beginning. There are the overt ones, right, that express their negativity and their judgment about our new desire, our new project, our new venture out loud to our face, <laughs> right? They'll tell you that you're going to fail. You're being irresponsible. You're going the wrong way. You aren't good enough. You're not ready, right? You know these naysayers. They're probably in your near past. There's definitely a strong one from last year that was in your life. But there's this other kind of naysayer. And this is the kind of naysayer that I see showing up in this 10 universal month and this 10 universal year. It's a different variety. This is the one that's actually preventing you from getting behind your eyes, from occupying your vision. This is the quiet naysayer. These are the people that don't verbalize anything They don't say anything. And they're the people that you love, you care about, and you respect. But they've got these tapestries of unlived lives that speak to you, that pull you back, that slow your role, that slow your progress, that obscure your view. Tapestries of their unlived lives that are speaking to you. I know. Like you were wondering what suddenly dampened my enthusiasm, my excitement about this new life. This was it. Right? It's like, it's that friend that is beautiful, deep, intelligent, passionate, hilarious, who hasn't established a sustainable, healthy, intimate relationship yet. So you think to yourself, How could I be so selfish to think that I could have that if this beautiful person doesn't have that? Or maybe you have a family member who's just as talented as you are at what they do and they haven't figured out how to make an abundant living yet. And so you think to yourself, how could I be so bold to think that I could make it happen? You know, this naysayer, this quiet naysayer, they break your heart both ways. If you stay behind, you break your heart. But you know that you can't. You can't go back. (laughs) You can't go back to the old ways of being, the old ways of living. But if you really allow the speed to pick up, if you really allow the full commitment in realizing your innate confidence and capability to do this, you still break your heart because you think that it means that you have to let them go, that in some way they're going to be left behind. You know, your loyalty wants them to be on board with your dream. Maybe even to be on board with your dream first before you are. You know, you want them to validate it, to cheerlead it, but they can't. So back to the wedding. We're at the reception. 
And a friend of mine who actually organized the event sort of winks at me, winks at me from the sidelines. And, you know, she's kind of saying, okay, it's time for someone to do a toast. <laughs> you know, come on. I am not a public speaker. I'm not comfortable doing toasts. I have these earthquakes that just are uncontrollable in my hands and my vocal cords. I become 10 years old, but I had to. I had to speak up. I had to say it. You see, the groom was a friend of mine that I met a while back, and we immediately connected for two reasons. Number one, when I met him, he had just gotten out of this breakup of his first marriage. His previous wife, oh gosh, she was his best friend, his world, his everything. In a lot of ways, she was his only true family. And the marriage ended in betrayal and abandonment. He was healing. He was broken. I had my own version of that same story. So we saw each other. We recognized each other. We felt safe with each other. But the second reason that we connected was something far more rare and precious. Even though we have been hit by life, we were still dreamers. We still believed in a new beginning. We still believed that we could have an even better love story. But we too had to pass through this initiation of becoming the leader for the quiet naysayer, of waking up to our own leadership. Because even though we had the most wonderful people around us, spiritually deep, intelligent, caring friends, they wanted us to be cautious, you know? Slow down, they said. Do the inner work. It might take years. Get your head out of the clouds. Be practical, realistic. Ugh. <laughs> they were like, maybe your romanticism is what got you in this bind in the first place. You know, keep it on the down low. But my friend and I, like, we looked at each other and we're like, oh, hell no. Nope, that's not how we live. That's not how we do. We believe dreams do come true. Things can get better. Our new love story, made from the wise, rich ashes and fertilizer of our past, that love story awaits. So standing there amongst strangers and friends, I looked at the groom, my friend, in the eyes, his beautiful bride in real flesh at his side, who, by the way, surpassed all of his expectations. I looked at him in the eyes, and I said, you and I were right. We were right all along. Dreams do come true. The new beginning, it's possible. Yeah, the, the quiet naysayer is wrong, so to speak, but Maybe we were wrong to even consider for a moment that they were trying to be right. 
what if the tapestry of their unlived life wasn't saying slow down, hold back, stop? What if it was saying, please go for it? Be bold, prove, prove that I can be woven into reality. So that nervousness, that slowing the momentum feeling from being alone, from wanting, from wanting them to be on board, that's actually a prompt for leadership to once again, <laughs> just as a reminder, we've been talking about it all month, to once again wake up to your insides put up the no vacancy sign on your vision. It's yours and you're the only one that can realize it. And you're ready. Yeah, you're ready. You have everything that you need. There's nothing else left to collect. There's no one else to consult. You're ready. And remember, this isn't just for you. This is for them. This is for the tapestry of their unlived life. All right, guys, I really care about you and I care about your new beginning. Remember, I mean, come back to this audio, come back to these podcasts. You're not alone. You got this. This is your time to make this the best era of your life. And as always, if you need some support, if you need somebody to help you move forward, get through a block, let's do your numbers. Let's figure out what superpowers are in your numerology chart. There's always a link in the show notes to schedule a one-on-one session with me. Check in on the blog, comment, let me know how you're doing, and rate the podcast over on iTunes and Google Play and give me some feedback on what you like. I'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.